There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info still streaming Holmberg's morning sickness online at 98kupd.com good morning everybody hello there welcome to the morning sickness my name is john there's brady there's brett there's toledo jeremy's got the truck he's ready to go out this morning and uh, we're sitting in a city with a team in the in the NBA Finals, for Christ's sake. How about that, everybody? Crazy. Flat out awesome. Amazing. Can't believe it. Suns are in. Four games. And they went in there and they did exactly what we said they were going to do. And shot the exact percentage I said they would, pretty much. <laughs> you got to go 53 and 35. Field, three-point line. They pretty much did that. They were even a little bit better. Unreal how good that was. A three-point line. Oh, they were killing it. Amazing. Jay Crowder had to have a good game. He had a great game. Uh, Book had to have a great game. Chris Paul became the reason you got Chris Paul. Yeah. That was unreal. And uh, and tip the cap to everybody who went out to the airport last night and welcomed them back. The city, like we've talked about for uh, years here, it, this is a basketball town that's just been dormant. If you if you grew up here in the eighties, if you were ever in the nineties, and the, even they tried a little bit with that Steve Nash thing, that we, I think we all kind of knew. I mean, the city was still going crazy. But we all kind of knew that team didn't have it. And they were very close, and they all, they pretty much could have beaten the Spurs. I don't think they would want anything. They couldn't play defense. The Just best a running team. Yeah, this is without question the best Suns team that has ever existed. That what we got on, and it's a shame because it took everybody until like uh, middle of the year to start even looking at them. Now, and again, you weren't wrong. Nobody was wrong. Hopping on the bandwagon of this thing isn't wrong because nobody had any inclination that this could be a thing. And here it is. It's a thing, Brady. It's a thing. Hopefully you're right. The, the team that went in 93. Yeah. I mean, the difference is... Couldn't I mean, play defense. Six games into the championship. Yep. Could, so yeah, well, it was we great. We haven't gone that deep yet. Oh, no, so no. To, couldn't, to could not. Yeah. Team yet. I mean, I, you know... This team is better than that team. Period. No question. I mean, they don't. They don't have. Yeah, they just are. They're, I mean, you were reliable. I mean, the shooting that, all around. Had that team back in '93 had Sabalos healthy, maybe a little different. But for the most part, this team, just every position, you've got somebody better. You've got better role players. You've got great Jay Crowder stuff. When he plays well, uh, he can get under the skin. And then you know what was great about it? Uh, Patrick Beverly can go f- himself, which is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, he erased. I watched that series, and he was making me think Chris Paul. 
He was the foil. He was bothering yeah. me. He like Chris Paul, and still uh, to a certain degree last night, I, I was texting with Kevin Ray a little bit, and I'm like, it's driving me nuts. This chase and fouls thing. Yep. Just play the game, and he got a couple. You know, he'll always get a couple. It's just like play. Quit throwing yourself on the ground. Crowder does it too, but Chris Paul's terrible. But then it, Patrick Beverly, who yabs the whole game, gets under your skin the whole game. Whatever Chris Paul whispered to him, and I want to know what it is, uh, caused him to flip out and lose all credibility. He, to me, outside of Paul George's great games, Patrick Beverly was the borderline MVP of the series for the Clippers. He was doing things. Like when he was on the floor, the Suns just stood in the perimeter like, we can't do anything. He was kind of a difference maker. He yeah. was a huge yeah. difference. And then when he shoved Chris Paul in the back, that's it. That's all you're remembered for. That's You're done. That's what you're known for now. And you're not Rodman. You're not Gary Payton. You're not the guy that gets under skin because you can't control yourself. Yeah. You are now the guy who loses it. You're you're the unstable. Like Jeremy said, isn't it great having a guy like Patrick Beverly so stable? Like he never he never had, never too high, never too low kind of thing. It's hilarious because now that's all you are, and it's awesome because it, you went in there and did what you had to do. You punched them and closed out on their floor. That's hard to do, and they did it in a big way. That was fun. I'm still amped up. So I get a call. Last night, about uh, I guess it was like three minutes left in the game for my buddy Max Power. Max Power, the man with the name you'd love to touch. Max Power calls me and he said, uh, "I gotta, I gotta have a drink. We got a celebratory drink." And I'm like, "The Swizz." It's like, "All right." So ten o'clock, roll over to the Swizz. I'm like, "Screw this, we're doing this." Swizz is packed, packed, jam packed, full of uh, people just like us. My buddy Mark shows up. I got, we got people that's that we're rolling into the Swiss, hanging out at the Swiss with my man, Max Power and, uh, some other folks. And, uh, next thing you know, I'm at the bar and this, there's a girl named Julie and her friend are there. And they're like, well, I listen to you all the time, even though I'm expired. I'm a little drunk. And I'm like, you most certainly are, ma'am. And then I bought her, uh, some drinks and I got the people next to them drinks. And I bought a couple of guys next to them drinks and I'm, I'm throwing the, you know, get, just get them drinks. We're all having a party. I was like 12 o'clock rolls around. Like I got to start thinking about getting home, a little bit, a little bit warm. My man Max Powers drove me there. He's making moves, and he's like, "Look at him rolling." Like, on the Max. expired one? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. This one, this, no. He had a he had a thing that was going. <laughs> the expired one had to go home. So she just uh, the the bus to pick her up to go back to her home. It was at eleven thirty. All right, everybody, it's Hidden Acres time. Everybody's heading home. So uh, yeah, they had to go back. She was very sweet. And then, so I'm sitting there with my man, uh, Rich Falls. He's there. Uh, Mark's there. We're talking and stuff. Uh, they slowly trickle out. 12 o'clock, I've been buying drinks for tables, and, like, we're having fun. I go over, and I'm like, uh, the girl's name is Megan behind the counter. I'm like, uh, close this out. She goes, all right. Runs the card and looks at me like, hmm. And I'm like, uh-oh. I've seen that look when I used to be poor. <laughs> I know what's going on here. Oh, you and pulled keep in mind, off? it's the only card I brought because Max said, let's go, and I just grabbed a card. I didn't grab my wallet. I just grabbed one card. Hmm. And she looks at me again. She goes, I know where you work. And I'm like, ah, buy a round of drinks. She goes, you're all done with that. Yeah, like, no mean? more rounds. You're all done right. buying rounds for folks. Off. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because uh, it was 12.02. My card expired June 2021. <laughs> it was expired <laughs> at midnight. So had I rung it up a minute earlier, I'd have been the hero of the bar. And anyway, I scramble over to my friend Mark. And I'm like, hey, buddy. It's like you're going to have to foot the bill here because this thing's no good anymore. <laughs> you Toledo, I totally Toledo. Wow! But, but, yeah, I wandered around. How are you doing? How would you? Who? This table would like a bunch of drinks. Get them drinks. Put it on my tab. Drinks for everybody. 
And to you too, my yeah, man. I didn't know that the technology was that good on a car. Man, twelve oh one, whoop! It's it is over. She looks and she goes, "It's expired." And I'm like, "This is a problem. <laughs> this is a problem because that's the only one I got." So yeah, I totally Toledoed. And then I looked at my buddy Max after all was said and done. I'm sitting next to Max, or I'm sitting down by myself, and you know, just hanging around. And Max is uh, doing work on some girl that's there. I'm letting Max work in the corner, and then I'm like, "I gotta go." I live close enough to walk. I walk to the Swiss. I do my visits to Swiss quite a lot. So uh, I look to Max and I'm like, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out. And he goes, you need a ride? And I'm like, and I looked at him like, come on, man. I'm better than that. I'm, and he goes, I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> like, all right. And at like uh, one, one in the morning, I get a text that say, that was so worth it. And I'm like, I've been home for 18 minutes. What? what? You closed the deal How with that her, are away from her in 18 minutes? And I'm like, no, wait a minute. That might be the greatest relationship of all time. <laughs> I don't know if he closed... Might have, he might have been teasing, but right as I'm, I'm resting my head on my pillow about uh, 1 o'clock, he texts me and says it was worth every second. Like, he, whatever he did, he did right. So, good for He's him. going back for a second date. If he does, that's a mistake. But good for him. He finished <laughs> up his Swiss at the business I met the, the one. Man, I haven't had a credit card go south on me. Static, take care of it. a long time. And I'm looking over at Mark, and I'm like, you got nothing but this one. And I don't know what happened. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. That's the best part about doing your visit to Swiss is that uh, the prices are like 1980. Like I think it was cheaper to buy drinks when the Suns were in the last finals. <laughs> then like the it's the same price. The Swiss is nothing. You can buy drinks for the whole bar. It's like forty dollars. I don't know how they're getting away with it. They're, it's amazing. <laughs> we all, every time I go there, we're like six, seven drinks in, and we're like, "How much is this going to be a big one?" It's like thirty-eight bucks. I'm like, "You got to be kidding! What are they charging a buck a drink?" But I love I love this. It's too bad it closed last night. Again, it, yeah, it's At all closed. Yeah, and they went out of place. business. Went out of business right as I was stepping out. I'm like goodbye, everybody. And I'm like this is it. And I'm like I know it's the last night of this, so nobody can go there. So don't even think about it. It's because you broke dick show up with expired cards and stuff, exactly and they can't right. afford to stay open. Exactly right. But I hope my man Max Power looks just like Justin Timberlake. That's just a, like Justin. That is the Timberlake. best name ever. Well, it's Max Connor, but oh, okay. when, when I first met him, I thought he said Max Power, and that was Homer's name on The Simpsons in one episode because he changed his name to Max Power because he saw it on the side of a hairdryer. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was a, it was a good night all the way around. The the little celebration that occurred, kind of impromptu, out of nowhere, was fantastic, and uh, and I believe my man Max Power scored. He's going to the championship too. It's a great night. Go Suns! And then you see all those people at the airport, Suns. Yeah. Float back an hour and a half later, and they're standing there waiting. I've been part of that once in my life when the Steelers played in the Super Bowl here in 95. Where do they let them stand now? That's a good question. I don't know. Well, you got to go to the private side. They had, they had like, uh, barriers up and everything, oh, yeah. and the cars were just parading through. There's, yeah. there's well, that, they were by the parking lot, right? They didn't get to go stand on the tarmac. No, not like on the tarmac. You used to, used no, to be able yeah. to stand out where the plane landed. I mean, they had when the Steelers landed in 95, I went out there and uh, – Stood on the uh, like an idiot, like and then as they're getting off, the place is just erupting. Each yep. guy gets like it was crazy. Then in the concourse, Kevin Green get off the plane. I don't know that I've been in a louder situation. And, uh, and then the concourse, you're not allowed in there. They don't they don't yep. go through that anymore, anyway. right? So I think they just land them over there at that where JSX is and uh, make them private and stuff because that would be the only place they kind of do park. a drive by. It's off awesome. The plane. It must be. It's awesome. This yeah, is is a basketball town. And it's been dormant for a long so time. So I don't know where that. Look at that. that that's, there it is. That is incredible. And they got police escorts oh, in yeah. and out and all that. Oh, my goodness. And they knew it. Oh, that's great. See, that's fun to watch. And everybody there is drunk 
Which so it looks like that's in the fun. parking lot somewhere. Or there they come. Look at there. And you know the best part is, this is the best part. It's a group of poor people cheering for Lamborghinis and, yeah. <laughs> and stuff. And all these cars that are driving by. It's like they don't want to be friends with you. Look at that truck. That was awesome. Great stuff. And then the best part. Brett, you had to love it. The post-game interview where Chris Paul said, and let me hand this over to my light-skinned friend, Devin Booker. <laughs> you got a little racism in there. That was great. It was amazing. He's not light-skinned. I sat with his mom on the plane. He's like uh, Latinx. Yeah. I don't know what he is, but he's not light-skinned. He's half black and half uh, Latin, Mexican, yeah, Spanish something. I don't I know what it is. the other day. Let me find out what he is. And his mother was amazingly kind, and his sister is a sweetheart. She was a absolute like one of those people that just radiates joy. She was so nice, just like she's like a little kid. But and you forget Devin Booker's a kid, so his sister's a little teenager, just you know, sweetest kid in the world. We were sitting there chatting about stats and stuff, and she just had this beaming smile the entire time. I'm like, I love the Bookers, and the reason why is because if I'm friends with the Bookers, I'm one step closer to the Kardashians, and I can get in that Kendall Jenner life. I understand Kendall's, a quick got a, step. Kendall's got a sister I've heard of that I might uh, be interested in shaking hands with. Mexican-American, Puerto Rican, and African-American. Yeah. Hey, that's not light-skinned. No. Chris Paul, you racist. Cancel him. No way. No, I mean, don't do that. <laughs> so now we sit back and we watch the uh, uh, Bucks, who have a broken guy in the middle, and, uh, and the Hawks, who have two broken people. And the door is just flung wide open. The Suns are plus, they're plus 150 favorites to win the championship. Who would have thought this? This is craziness. I love it. Every second of it. Chris Drink, Paul, Round so. the drinks on me. Yeah. Everybody right here. Let me <laughs> get my car. Keep it out. flowing. Let me get that out right now. Look at that. Look, I got my new one. I found it yesterday on my uh, nightstand. So it was in my, the mail. You, yeah. you had it. You just <laughs> right there. I just haven't uh, called it in. Still got the sticker on it that says you need a new card, buddy. Or you call <laughs> it to uh I got to call to activate it. I didn't have that one with me last night. Oh, that was embarrassing. Nothing worse than being the guy at the Swizz with a bad card. Because there are people there who are like trading socks. And I just give you one sock. For a sip, just let me smell the vodka bottle. Let me just give you, I'll give you a pair of my socks. How much for one rib? And I, I was, I was throwing it out there. These guys like, hey man, we listen all the time. Brown and drinks for these guys here. They listen. <laughs> Goddamn listeners over here. I can make it over here. Round of drinks. Well, Holmberg's awesome. They don't know. They're finding out right now. That guy's great. He came in here and just started throwing money on it. And I did nothing. And I also have my phone uh, alarm set for 7.45. You're going to lose me uh, for the show around 7.45 this morning because at 8 a.m. the portal to tickets opens up. And I'm going to buy as many as I can get and fleece the bejesus out of Suns fans like you have no idea as I resell them on the open market. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to make a killing. Better activate that card quick. Oh, that's right. God, I forgot about that. Well, I Call just went. that number first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. You're, Good thinking, bro. To climb. You know what? You're hired as my accountant. <laughs> Mr. Holmberg, we're sorry. We hate to tell you that you just, your card is terrible. What an embarrassing thing that was. Just <laughs> terrible. And the guy, the guy at the bar is like a 100-year-old man sitting next to me, and he sees that my card's not working with me. Jeez. And I get the side eye out of him. Oh, man. I saw you on that long toss. Hey, get them today. Look at me. Didn't buy one for me, thank God, because it looks like you're going to be washing dishes. No drinks for him. Even if I could afford it, I I wouldn't do it. You're a jerk. (laughs) It was cool. It was neat. On a Wednesday night, the Swizzle Inn jam-packed at 10 till 1. Awesome. So everyone that got drinks last night, thank Mark Stebbings. Yeah, Mark Stebbings did it. Mark Mark was the one who picked it up, and uh, he's a good guy. You know what? uh, That was nice of him. 
<laughs> and I'm just appreciative that I have a friend with a credit card that pops because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and I and I thought about it when I ran out of the house. I grabbed that one card, the the stray, and I'm like, ah, oh, there's the Desert Schools card. I'll take that one because I don't want to deal with wallets and stuff and pockets. <laughs> this will do. I, I had no intention of being. You know, King of the Swiss either, but I turned into that rather quickly. <laughs> and then then certainly the, the, yes, the Joker of the Swiss uh, shortly showed up uh, after that. It was great, though. It was just see fun. Chris Paul uh, with Rachel Nichols after the game? Yeah. Uh, ESPN couldn't dump it. Cussed. Oh, yeah. They're cussing like crazy on those. What did he say? I didn't, I didn't hear him cussing. I just heard light-skinned friend. That was when I was like, this is fantastic. He was kind of caught up. Um, you know, emotionally on the whole thing. He's like wanting to get back to the team. Yeah. He's like, this is just crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is. 16 years he's been in the league. He's I never just want to get back to my team. Sorry. I can't really think about the questions right now. Not a soul. Got to go. Including Chris Paul, by the way. Not a soul looked at him signing with this team and said, that's the difference between this team being uh, a playoff team and a championship. Nobody. Everybody saw that as like, okay. He'll help them learn as they become a fifth or sixth uh, seed. He'll help them learn, maybe win one round of the playoffs, and then he'll help them figure out. He's got a couple years left, and then the young guys will take over, and they'll they'll become something. I didn't. Nobody saw this. It's amazing, and it's actually it's a great story both ways because if if in fact Atlanta does it, they're kind of the same. Atlanta was the team that was they were under five hundred in the early part of the season. They fire their coach, and they're like, yeah, they're done, and here they are, you know. Their door's kicked wide open, too, if they can get healthy. Looks pretty good tonight. Giannis, well, it depends on if Trey and Capella play. So, I mean, both of those teams are a walk in the park as they sit right now for the Suns, and that sounds weird, but it's true. Injure, as injured as they are, I mean, in this, you know, frankly, the Suns have caught every break you can catch with injuries on, on the other teams. It was pretty awesome. So, I know everybody is not involved in this, but it does feel good, and it's, it's a fun time. This is great. No parades for second place, goddammit. They're already talking about that, too. I was hoofing it back last night. I had the thing on my phone listening to post-game coverage. And tell you what, this team deserves, you know, even if they don't make it, this is, this is. I mean, that's, I'm not saying second's enough, but we really need to celebrate. And like, goddammit, they're already talking about a second place parade. They haven't even lost yet. Or one. Only for the winners. Parades are only for winners. Round of drinks on that, right? Yes. Who's with me? Who's with me? <laughs> Pay for that, somebody. And there is nothing better than being the guy throwing rounds of drinks and then going, uh, I got to go home. <laughs> I still need to know how Max Power closed or if he closed or what happened. I even My last text was, well, how'd it go? And he said, uh, so worth the bar tab. What, he pay for your drinks, too? Not mine, no. Oh, okay. I think he was picking theirs. I'm not picking. Hey, if he's making moves, I'm not throwing. Hey, my buddy's making moves. You guys get free drinks. I wasn't Oprah to that. He's on his own when it comes to that. That's that's emasculating to have your friend come over and, and start uh, working Whatever you drinks. two want. Yeah. I got, I got you. It. Whatever you two little people want. You look like Justin Timberlake. How are you alone? <laughs> You're a hot piece of meat, sir. Anyway, so congratulations to the sons and my friend Max for whatever he did last night. And to that expired lady who, she, uh, and then she goes and takes, she goes, can I get a picture with you? I'm like, sure. And she goes, oh, I can't believe this. And I, I don't know if she was saying her boyfriend was going to get, like, he's going to go crazy. We listen all the time. I'm like, good. And I look in the picture and I'm like, I look fantastic in her phone. It looked great. I'm like, and I don't ever say that about this. I'm like, this is, 
And then I looked at her and I'm like, she's all blurry. And I'm like, this is a filter. We're f- it's like she auto filters her. I'm like, that's all filtered up. And she goes, I know I have to do it. And I'm like, no, you don't. Stop it! I look like I'm 14 in this thing. You just you gave me false hope. I looked at like, Good Christ! I looked I looked like that that guy trying to go Korean. Eyebrow on the like, forehead. Look, when did I get all that surgery, man? Today's been good to Johnny. No. Oh, you should have had her send that picture. I want to see it now. Yeah, and then you go into the bathroom. You're like, ooh, Jesus! The lighting in here's not as good as it is out there because I didn't realize she I, she filtered put me. Put me in that magic box. And I don't know if that was because of me. I was like, oh yeah, put, <laughs> I better filter it because he looks like he's been. In a hailstorm or something. Anyway, thanks a lot, that Julie lady. And her other friend, Julie, who doesn't listen, when she said, he's John, he, he, I listen to him every day, even though he thinks that we're expired because we're over 30. And I'm like, yes, well past the expiration date. And she goes, why do you like this person? Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, yeah, drink for her. Cancel her drink. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for you, Grandma. <laughs> hey, I'm 41. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> Just to get under their skin. <laughs> But it was fun. They were super sweet. Everybody was nice. The Swiss was, everybody was united. There was no politics. There was no bitching and crying about anything. The whole room was friends. And that's the thing sports does. Even though it's not as important as it wants to be or thinks it is, that's why LeBron James pisses you off, is because the importance, and this is, you know, kind of came to me last night, it, the importance of it is that it unites you away from all the garbage. And these guys think, oh, if sports is important, it brings us this, it brings us that. No, it keeps us from that stuff. You, I see a guy in a Steelers shirt. I don't care what else is going on. We, we do a, hey, man, Steelers, good job, you know, fist bump. You don't know what that like – he could be a murderer. I don't know, but for that very moment, we have nothing but camaraderie. We have nothing but uh, friendship. That's when I don't want my sports figures to start going. And also, when the president does blah, blah. I was like, shut up. You're, you're not just the escape. You're the thing that brings me – Closer to people that I would never talk to otherwise. That's what it does. That's why that's its importance. Not its social relevance. Its importance is to be a secondary thing that makes people like each other despite differences. And it was great last night because not one person was angry. And I haven't been in a bar in a long time where you haven't seen bro town versus nerds. You know, it's like the cafeteria in high school. All this, you know, these guys are talking about politics. You got Fox News up on a sports bar screen, and it's just crazy. It was united. It was great. Loved it. And now we can go on and hate somebody else. Who will it be? The Bucks or the Hawks? <laughs> Nobody's going to be as easy to hate as Patrick Beverly, though, because he looks terrible. Like now, after that push, and left night. horribly. Well, after yeah. that push, I mean, and yeah. it, you know, it'll all be forgotten in a couple of days because people. But in a normal time, uh, that's a suspension of at get least a, a week. Oh, he's getting fined anyway. Yeah. He's going to get fined, but I mean, that's a he's got no more games, so that's at least a week. So I wonder if it's going to drag into the next season where it's they got to. It has to, because yeah. I mean, that was just terrible. That was, that's what that's that moment, I, and I was. People were arguing with me. Sons. It looked like just a, the look that he gave because they, they he were rewinding. He oh, he said him. something. <laughs> he snapped. Chris said something. And then he started with Tory Craig. Like, come on. Because he realized, I'm out of the game. I don't care who's going to fight everybody on the other team. He turned yeah. into Tanner. But the uh, uh, I, I was arguing with diehard Suns fans that Patrick Beverly was doing a great job. He was not over-aggressive. He wasn't fouling. And, and I said, if, if Chris Paul would play the game and stop flopping around – and get aggressive back, you'd see something different. But right now, he's stymied, so he's just trying to take his aggression and use it against him. And everybody's arguing, and now it just turns into, you know what, you're right. Now Patrick Beverly is the dick, and there's no arguing around it. Good for them. We bounce you two. You get him to snap eventually. 
Yeah, I, that's what we didn't think because yep. for for the long, for the whole even when he had that moment with Chris Paul a couple games ago, yeah. he went over and tapped him and said, "We're good." You know, when Chris Paul flopped and Patrick Beverly made fun of him, he's easy to hate. But if you if you had him on your team, you'd love him until that moment. Clipper fans didn't like that. Nobody thought no. that was a good thing. It was terrible. And yeah, you got to suspend him for at least the first ten games of next year, I'd think, for that kind of crap. And this is a guy who, you know, played in China. He came back. He was kind of one of those bench. And then he's just, he's a superstar on this team as far as defense goes. And the prevailing knock on him was you just didn't know emotions. You don't know what he's going to give you. Now you know. Can't be trusted. I love it. Sons are in the finals. Brady, I'm going to buy you a drink. One milk for him. Yeah. Everybody else go crazy. <laughs> get that man a milk. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585 9800 uh, on this day, we're all smiling just for no reason whatsoever. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Our country is facing a major crisis. We need to find out what, what what's causing it. KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.